I'm Rick Nelson, and on behalf of the AASHTO Committee on Maintenance, their Maintenance Operations Technical Working Group, and the Winter Weather Management Technical Service Program, formerly known as SICOP, SICOP Talks Winter Ops is proud to host this fourth national winter maintenance and road weather briefing. These briefings provide the organizations working in the severe weather and maintenance operations space an opportunity to showcase their efforts to help you achieve your winter maintenance and operations mission. Uh, this briefing features Tanya Lohman of the Missouri Department of Transportation and chair of the Aurora Board. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for being with us today to brief us on Aurora. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Tanya, before we get started, tell us a little about yourself and your involvement with Aurora. Well, um, so I've been involved with Aurora for probably four years now. Um, we have been a pooled fund state. We were with Clear Roads, and then we talked about joining Aurora, and I went with our central office group. So uh, MoDOT is made up of seven districts, and then we have our central office where we have our maintenance liaisons and the maintenance leadership for the state. And asked if we could have a district representative on the Aurora board, um, especially as it related to the winter roads and how we take care of things. And I'm in the Northwest district at the time when I signed up for this. So it was a really good fit because that's where we had a lot of our snow events anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been with Aurora, um, really enjoyed the group and learning about it. Um, we did not have as many of the road weather um, sensors in our district. So I was wanting to kind of in- improve upon those. Um, and then I've kind of come full circle because uh, now I'm in a new position, um, similar type role, but I'm in the Kansas City District. Uh, so it's a little bit more urban and I'm learning my new role. Um, but I chose to be the chair. I actually uh, nominated myself and said that I would take that role on uh, just to kind of push myself out of the comfort zone and give myself an opportunity to get to know what other states are doing and make sure that um, we're kind of going along for the ride and, and making sure that we're participating the same way and getting that information and sharing it within our districts. Yeah, right, right on. Very good. So, Tanya, how about we just launch into the uh, Aurora briefing and uh, tell us what's happening? Okay, that sounds great. So, Aurora is actually a pooled fund. Um, we have 19 member states and um we are trying to always gain more of those. The premise behind the whole group is that we're learning more about how the weather affects our roadway conditions and anything that we can do to gather information on that. Um, the next slide actually gives a little bit better a, a detailed description of that. So it talks about the partnership of the highway agencies, but we do a lot of research programs. And so the pooled fund um, collects money from each of the member states, but our focus has been on different research and how we can try to learn more about what the technology is, whether it's something weather related, whether it's connected vehicle technology, um, if it's DOT type work that's going on or university work that's happening. So we try to kind of tap into all of those things. Um, and along with that, we try to go to different states and see what kind of um, information is, is being uh, developed out there so that we can tap into that and really learn from it. Um, we also want to make sure that we're looking at the efficiency and the safety um, of, of what is happening out there on the roadway. So it's a really key group. And um, w- there's a variety of folks that are involved. Most of us are uh, either engineers or um, 
meteorologist. So it's kind of focused both on that weather side or you're handling the weather and what you're dealing with it, whether it's the flooding or the winter weather conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, on the next one, if you don't mind, we'll look. So it talks about the chair. That's me. Um, our vice chair is Jason Norville, and he's been with um, our group for a really long time and is with the Pennsylvania DOT. Really great guy. I've learned a lot from him. Uh, Tina is our program manager. So again, Tina has been involved with Aurora for a really long time and um, has been able to kind of, you know, help as a sister state for me. I've been able to learn a lot from her and she attends a lot of our uh, statewide type association meetings, like with Ashto and the TRB and the different programs that we try to learn from and collaborate with. Uh, and then we have a support agency. So Zach Hans and Neil um, with Intrans do all of the coordination. So they're the, the, the member agency that does everything for us and helps us with all of our billing organization, keeps our charter and, and make sure that we're all kind of staying on track and following along with what we need to do together. Okay. You can see what our member agencies are. So the 19 of us, and we don't really have any of those Southern states. So that's one of the things that we've been trying to um, go after. Uh, we've been able to get a lot more states for the last couple of years. So we're really proud of that. Um, but we do have a good variety from East Coast to West Coast. Uh, and we do try to move around throughout the U.S., as I said, and, and visit different member states so that we can learn from what's going on in those areas with either the DOT in that area the universities or any other agencies that were related to weather or connected vehicle technology. Okay. Talks about our recent meetings. Um, they were able to go out to um, Portland, Oregon. Um, whenever we go to a site, we try to, like I said, m visit as many different locations as we can to really get that research and understand what's going on and how they're using the different information they have. So while they were out there, they went to the Cascade Locks. Um, we'd usually do a spring meeting and then a fall meeting. And then the fall meeting, they went up to Minneapolis. Um, that one is also one that we tied in our Friends of Aurora. So Friends of Aurora is a specialty thing that the Aurora Pooled Fund has really focused on. And those are all of the vendors and the people that supply the types of things that we're interested in, whether it's the connected vehicle technology, um, whether it's the road weather sensing information. So we let them become friends of Aurora. And then uh, as we have opportunities, we bring them in so we can learn from them. What are the new things that they're developing? Um, that way we're kind of on the knowing edge. And then we can also talk through uh, what things we want to potentially try or be aware of. Um, different states can talk about the things that they're aware of. And so it really helps us kind of get to know them a lot better and and see what those, if they're a good fit for each individual state, because de it depends on the topography or what you're really kind of going after, if that's a good fit for you. Yeah. You know, Tanya, uh, the, that, that whole yeah. Friends of Aurora thing is really a, an interesting concept to to bring the, the, uh, the vendor community uh, into your group to meet with you, to have discussions with you. I think that um, exchange of information, you know, really gives them some insight into the kinds of things that you're uh, yearning for, right? The, the right. improvements and things exactly. like that, that you're, you're interested in. And, and you sort of get a feel for what kinds of things are happening in the industry that, that you might not necessarily have had access to. Exactly. I mean, 
it's kind of that whole marriage thing, right? So if you if you only know about a few vendors, then you're not branching out and learning as much as you potentially could or changing with new technology. Um, and so having all of them there also makes them aware of each other and the fact that, hey, this one over here is doing this. Maybe we should start looking into that. And so it kind of challenges them also to be a better version of themselves. So all collectively, we work better together. Um, and then they can also understand that, you know, some states are focused on the weather in a certain way and they have meteorologists. And so they're going to want different kind of data. Like our state, we do not have a staff meteorologist. We use National Weather Service and other vendors. So then it also makes you tailor how you present that data or, you know, what that format looks like. So it's been a really good program and I'm really proud of us for continuing that. Um, and then, you know, sometimes we'll even have them on a monthly meeting just to kind of talk about something or to introduce a new one so that we can share something with them and then bring them in when we can. We have those every other year uh, vendor meetings. Yeah. Um, the last meeting that we went to was in San Diego. So uh, I was able to participate in that one. And uh, it was a really great day the day that we went out and did our uh, on-site meetings. So we went with Caltrans. Um, we had a really great opportunity to learn about wrong-way drivers. And so many of us are engineers, like I said, that that was really important to me as a, a thing that um, thinking about what we need to do and how we need to share that information with each other. And they had some really great ideas. So I really enjoyed that one. Um, we learned some more about the atmospheric rivers. We went to the Center for Western Weather. Um, what a beautiful place to go and sit and look, you know, but just learning about all that stuff and, and seeing it in person and understanding, you know, how the mountains and how the, the, the storms come in. And even though I'm a Midwestern state, it still makes an impact on me. And they were explaining the right. different components of how it works. And you don't always get that in a a PowerPoint or, you know, reading an article, seeing it and, and having them kind of talk about it and show us some of the things that they've learned as they've studied it was very impactful. And then Qualcomm was really interesting because we sat down with them and they're talking about the connected vehicle technology and, you know, having such a variety of states, you know, um, very urban type states. Um, Missouri has a lot of, you know, rural area and just, you know, talking about the types of uh, equipment and, and how those things need to talk to each other. And, you know, I brought up tractors and they were looking at me like, what the heck are you talking about tractors? And I'm like, in the Midwest, you know, combines and tractors are up and down the highways all the time moving from place yeah. to place. We have, you know, farmers that farm 10,000 acres and they're moving their equipment all the time. So I want that information out there as well, because when they're moving spring and fall harvest and planting season, it's a really big deal. We put message boards out for planting and harvest season, you know, and they were just looking at me like, that's crazy lady, you know? So <laughs> just something they had never thought of because they weren't exposed to that being in right. California. So it was, it was very fun, you know, to kind of have that interaction back and forth. And then other folks had different things that they have to deal with in their areas and, so we've just really learned a lot from each other. Oh, I didn't mention the monthly calls. So we get on for about an hour every month and just kind of catch up with each other. And that's where we've, you know, talked about different programs or get updates on what the research is, you know, what status it's at. Sometimes those uh, people that we've invested in for the research will get on and give us an update where they're at or get to a decision point. Like, here's where we're at. How do you want the data presented? And we'll kind of give some feedback there. So those are really fun and it kind of keeps us all, you know, on the same page. Right. Some completed projects. So the non-invasive sensor one, um, that was a really cool one. We brought in 
the non-invasive sensor. So you usually have your road weather pucks down into the pavement and we put stations up next to them that were non-invasive so that we could compare the data and see how relative it was, you know, whether it made more sense to go with the non-invasive. Did you get as quality of data or not? Um, or do you want to integrate them in places where it's harder to put pucks in or you have issues with your pavements deteriorating and maybe you want to use some non-invasive and some invasive. So really good project. Um, and a few states have even changed over to totally non-invasive because of that. Um, the roadway of friction modeling, obviously that's something that's very important for us because if, if as you can see on there, we earned a AASHTO high value research award. So we're really proud of that, that we're investing in a variety of research projects and something that made enough value for other agencies like AASHTO to award it um, is very powerful for us. Um, there's the imagery, the, the automated extraction of weather variable, variables from imagery. So you're looking at what you can see in there and how that impacts what you decide and make a decision about the, what the weather is and the impact that you want to do. So. Uh, these are our active projects. Um, so we have uh, five right now that are going on. And then we just voted at the last meeting for the ones that we're going to go forward on. So the five that we have right now are the roadway ice and snow detection um, with the infrared th thermography technology, um, the RWIS sensor density and location. That's a phase four project. So we've gone through several different phases on it. Um, looking at the automated winter road surface condition monitoring, um, and they use the ARWIS and fleet dash cameras. Um, we have the integration of connected vehicles with ARWIS technology, um, the spring load restriction removing, uh, removal protocols, and then the last one is the automating variable speed limits with the weather traffic and the friction data. So again, quite a variety of projects there. These were the ideas that were submitted at our spring meeting when we were in San Diego. So we had 23 different ideas that were submitted. Um, we had them narrow it down so we could get nine and then we could really look more um, in depth at those. Um, we prioritized them by the board. Um, and then we look at what they're providing to us. Um, we look at the costs of them, how much data we can get back out of them, what kind of uh, way they're, potentially going to submit the data to us. And then we decide amongst ourselves. And so we vote. And then the neat thing about the voting process is, so some, again, you know, some agencies are more interested in one type of thing than another. So then we go through and we kind of look at what rates really high or really low and kind of talk it through because sometimes something is not interesting at all to one of us. And that really impacts that score. So we kind of talk it through and see like, does this all make sense to each other? And so I really like the collaboration that we do because sometimes even just a misunderstanding or that one person can sway us to say like, yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. And mm -hmm. that's really helpful um, so that we get to a good consensus that everybody feels good about. Um, and then we select the projects for funding and then we have to go through the whole contracting process. So um, the Iowa group that I talked about before with uh, Zach and Neil, and they're working through all those contracts right now. So we can't really name anything because we don't have contracts in place at this time. But once we do, then we'll be able to have those on our website so we can see what the projects are going forward for the next year. Um, and then I did want to mention at the bottom there, it talks about our fall meeting. So we selected our dates and then we're shooting for another location. So this time we're going to try to go to Portland, Maine. So again, trying to move around and see what we can do. And, um, we make 
we kind of make a list of sites that we want to go see things that we know that are out there potentially. And then we start contacting, you know, what can we see? Um, what are groups that are out there? What are other things that we are not aware of yet that we want to, you know, try to reach out to. And so that's how we try to build our meeting. And if we can get enough of those things that make sense for us to go visit and gather some more data from, then we go ahead and make it a go. And if we can't make it work, then we pick a different location and start the process over. Yeah. So um, this is all of our information. If you want to get online and look us up. So the aurora-program.org and then it gives the information for Tina, Zach and Neil. So you can reach out to any of them. Um, Really great resources. And I'm just really proud of the organization. And so I do hope for, you know, additional states to join because I think that they would really gain a lot from it. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you're, until you're made aware of it, you don't realize what this resource is for you. And the cost is, you know, well worth it for the the knowledge that I've gained and been able to share with our, our state here um, in Missouri. So I'm very proud of it and very proud to have been the chair this year and um, be a part of this great group. So, so Tanya, what is the cost? Um, Aurora's a um, fund. It is What's the buy-in? thousand dollars per member state to join the Aurora group. 25000 Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for the briefing. Um, what I'll do is uh, we'll post the website and your email addresses uh, below this video. Uh, so if folks want to go out and check out, uh, Aurora, they, they can, if they want to contact you all, uh, directly. And, uh, I don't, I don't see your email, uh, up there, but, uh, I'll include your email, uh, with all the others. So folks can reach out. That'd be great. I really appreciate that, Rick. All right, Tanya. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate your, your time and, and, uh, uh, your perseverance to be here and uh, give us the Aurora briefing. Thanks for tuning in and be safe out there.